Now watch and I'll show you the story of life. The story of life. The story of life. The soul of man. Now watch him. Hi, this is Martin Crafty Cuts and welcome to the golden era of Breakbeat Series podcast. And we are welcomed with the almighty soul of man or one half of soul of man, Justin Rushmore. Justin, how you doing? It's very good, thank you. <laughs> good to see you, it's been a while. When was Soul of Man born? Well, Soul of Man was a creation between me and Jim Panufnik. I met him in the mid-90s in London town. And we set up a label called Spirits of Inspiration. And then from that, we got inspired by the likes of the freestylers, Prescanova, all the stuff that was going on in the early days of Breakbeat. And we set up Fingerlicking. Brilliant. And what's behind the name? So, Fingerlicking was a name which we were just, as you do, you know, you, I remember very clearly you telling me, Martin, that you've always got to have a good name, Crafty Cuts being a brilliant name. So, um, Fingerlicking, yeah, just one of those names that came up, obviously, probably in the ether from Kentucky Fried Chicken, but we're all vegans now. <laughs> so, um, as you know, we both had some amazing times and memories over the years. And what was it like having the record label and the record shop together down in Camden? Yeah, so we started up a record shop below Bar Vinyl in Camden in the mid-90s, around the same time as the Breakbeat Explosion was happening. And it was amazing, really, to have a record shop with a combined bar where you could drink booze as well. <laughs> and that's how we met a lot of the artists. Me and Jem started off the label as Soul of Man under various different guises like Two in the Bush um, and Osmosis and put out the sort of first six or seven releases. And then we met Lee Coombs who came in as a van driver uh, working for a distributor at the time. And I think you were on the radar uh, through Ministry of Sound. And then I went to 333 Club in London, and that's when I met Lee Pump DJs. Gave me a cassette with electric disco on it, and we were just in full flow at this point. We created a sound that kind of more aimed at the dance floor, more inclusive for girls, very much on a funk based, sample based, funky basically was the tip, but, but hard and gnarly once the plumps got involved. There's no denying that finger licking records, not just because I was involved in it, because I used to come and buy records from there a long time before, but you guys did put out some of the most incredible records and a lot of these records do feature in both of my mixes. How long did you think it took for the label to get established and progress? Well, we opened the shop in 96, Vinyl Addiction, so a couple of years later we changed from doing Spirits of Inspiration to turning it into Finger Licking, and that was around 98, I think our first release came out, and it probably took about two or three years. Once we started to get the other artists on board and pick up some momentum, particularly the Plump DJs, who are the kind of king of breakbeat in many ways, and you know we did that early release with you which was ill type sound with tc islam etc we were keeping it quite eclectic at the beginning and just testing the water but i think really the peak time was around about 2001 2002 it was amazing we got invited to go to australia we were just talking about field day and 15,000 people with the freestylers and the rest of the crew and yeah breakbeat was at its peak really it was very much an underground scene we were doing the main room at Fabric and yeah, just traveling all over the world really, just sort of spreading it. I think what actually happened is that we weren't the commanding big house DJ prices. So promoters were able to bring our scene into the main room and were being able to make the whole thing work for everyone. They weren't paying superstar DJ prices and 
from that we got the exposure and it just started a movement which um, grew and grew certainly in the early 2000s. Brilliant mate, I think you're absolutely spot on, you just nailed it there. What about Gem's artwork, how much do you think that contributed to the whole finger licking side of things you know? Well, Gem's the other half of Soul of Man, used from the studio, very much the kind of creative drive and his artwork, very distinctive. Uh, we had a sort of similar passion for the kind of style that he does, so we're talking the same sort of language. He had a very strong brand identity and I think it was critical. At the time, Breakbeat was known as being quite laddie and I think the labels like um, Rennie Pilgrim's and Adam Freeland's, it was all quite nondescript and quite dark and black. And what we did was bring a bit of colour in, not just to the music, but also into the artwork. So each release ended up having its own sleeve, so it became collectible. I mean, before vinyl went out of fashion, it was very much collectible. And now, ironically, it probably would be the sleeves would be very much a reason to collect it. So what is happening in the world of Soul of Man now? Well, the Soul of Man has moved on. <laughs> I actually do a radio show now on a local station, 1BTN, in Brighton. I do that weekly. That's my kind of output for music we just did a 20 years of finger licking boat party yeah. which was amazing um, all the big artists plump djs yourself and a skills dramatic twins slide lee coombs came over from america you know it was the full team but yeah i think finger licking it's happened as with all of the breakbeat as with these mixes you're doing you know it's it's part of when people a lot of people were first going out and experiencing clubbing for the first time and now perhaps they've settled down a bit more got a bit older don't want to party so much so it's just got a really big place in people's hearts it's something you know it's nostalgia and so finger licking we're, we're not closing the door on it and soul of man the same thing i'll do the occasional gig but actually it's more about nostalgia and just tapping back into what we created we've all got our favorite finger licking moments and i remember having so many good times as well one half of Soul of Man, Justin Rushmore. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing with us for this podcast. Thank you so much. Martin, absolute pleasure. All the power to you. Massive respect for still flying the breakbeat flag worldwide. Thanks, Justin. And now, let's get busy with Nix. Golden Era, Breakbeat Volume 2, and Crafty Cups. I can't just smoke some regular weed and write, cause regular weed don't fucking, it don't really do nothing for your thoughts and shit. But when I smoke some headbang or boogie, some of that fucking Hawaiian shit and all that other good shit, I be writing, I write fucking like, I be writing super crazy ill. Oh!
me down I say you can't keep a good man down If you knock me down to the ground I will bounce a rebound I say you can't keep a good man down If you knock me down to the ground I will bounce a rebound Cause what he does high I'm 
Yeah, yeah.
at me, you'll see this me A.K.I.D. Never roll with them, really with a fake ID If you roll to the manor, then you may find me In the yard with a suit full of PSI weed So, stay keen to the gangster team I'll step out the whip, walk with the gangster lean You get banging on your gangster spleen That's how we separate the men from the gangster scene Turn it a gangster dream And these hoes, they know how to keep a gangster keen Thanks to me, they bounce like a trampoline I got them shaking like a tambourine, they don't know Rock. You're on my mind all day, till I go to bed Oh baby 
clock now is set to blow You wanna get down, we're good to go All the crew now, are you ready to roll? Those with the cool and those with the soul You wanna hold it down and lose control It's so fresh, yes, it's good to go Like now we're set to blow You wanna get down, we're good to go 